Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. This is Katie. And I'm Erin. And welcome to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Let's just dive in. Okay. Should we read a review? <laughs> yeah, let's read a review. <laughs> cold opens are hard. I know. <laughs> it's cold outside. Yeah. So let's do a cold open. <laughs> Ugh, they're hard, though. I feel silly every time. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> it's awkward. Hi. Who else is tired of winter besides me? Oh, oh my gosh. So tired of winter. Maybe you're lucky, whoever you are that's listening, and you live in a place where winter is mild and not cold. It's I feel cold. like winter is following me everywhere I go. I try to go somewhere warm, and it's cold there, too. Which we're going to talk about <laughs> yes, in just we a will. minute. Please hold. But, yes, it's bad, bad luck. <laughs> All right, let's read a review let's and make, a review. let's make things happy right now. Yes, so we're going to read a review from, I hope I pronounced this correctly, Akila9088. And this was left on August 30th, so the day after Katie's birthday. That's right. So we'll count this as a birthday <laughs> gift. Uh, fun new Disneyland podcast. So thank you for the heading. Uh, I really enjoy this new podcast about all things Disneyland. Nice to have a great short podcast. It's not always short. We get a little wordy. Well, I get a little I, wordy. I've had multiple people ask if we can make them longer, though. So <laughs> we <laughs> we're try. trying to do a happy medium right here. We try to be a little bite-sized. Yes. So nice to have a great short podcast about the parks with lots of good practical information and opinions and without lots of off-topic <laughs> meandering to bloat the runtime. <gasps> Sorry. That's always me. Uh, keep up the quality work, ladies. Thank you very much, Akila9088. Yes. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We love our reviewers. Do you still think the same thing? Do you still think there's minimal meandering? <laughs> yeah, we'd like to know. <laughs> Message us on Instagram and let us know <laughs> if you're still enjoying the meandering. <laughs> the more comfortable we get, the more we're in the weeds. At least me. Maybe All not right. so much, Katie. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get into news. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, there really is not, we say this a lot, right? There's always like one week during the month where it's news heavy and then the rest of the month is not that much going on. But tonight, we're recording on Tuesday. This won't drop till Friday. But tonight is the first night of Sweetheart's Night. And it's sold out. It's sold out. And there's some fun offerings going on. I don't know if anyone is going to Sweetheart's Night. But if you are, you've, you're in for some treats. And if you're going in the next couple of weeks... Just, I think Valentine's Day is the last one. Is that right? I think that's right, yes. If you're going in the next couple of weeks, just be aware that these are happening. I think there's four or five of these. I forget. Yeah, something like that. But the parks do close early on those nights. Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So you could go over to California Adventure if you have a hopper Uh or plan to stay at California Adventure that day. But also know that other people are going to be doing the same thing. So you might see a little increased crowd level. Right. And I think 7 p.m. is usually when they uh-huh. shut down Disneyland and start ushering the non-ticket holders out. I was able to attend Sweetheart's Night the first time they did it a couple mm-hmm. of years ago and had a really fun time. It was great. And I didn't go with my sweetheart. I was going to say, who was the sweetheart <laughs> you took with you? I went with some some girls. It was a girl sweetheart night, and it was really fun. We had a good time. 
I would do that. Yeah. It's girls, girls can night. be sweethearts, right? Yes, for we had sure. Fun. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, one thing I'm really excited about is the new calligraphy table that they have going on at Paradise Gardens for Lunar New Year. Yes. So sometimes, and we've talked about, um, well, we kind of have talked about it. Maybe not. Maybe we should do an episode of like souvenirs that are inexpensive or oh, free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this is a great free souvenir uh-huh. if you want to take something home to remember your time. And it's also an experience because you get to watch the calligrapher do the calligraphy right in front of you. Yes. So they have a few calligraphers sitting at a table and there's what? Six words I think six, you can pick from. Yeah. And they'll calligraphy it in mm-hmm. the Chinese character character mm-hmm. and you can take it home yeah so they've got words like tiger fortune lucky joy i joy. saw joy spring i think was one of them anyway there's anyway. a few choices yeah. i wonder if it changes maybe every day is something different i don't know but anyway they're very pretty they're it's on a red background with black writing mm-hmm. it's very pretty it is very pretty It'd be fun to come home and frame it and put it on your wall I'm going to get one. <laughs> or a few, maybe. <laughs> and then we saw that the Finding Nemo submarines have been uncovered. Yes, which, which means forward movement on that refurbishment. Yes, which it says coming winter 2022, and winter 2022 is almost over. I mean, unless you count December 21st right. through the end of the year. <laughs> we could be a full year away. I don't know. No, I think it's going to open any day now. Do you? Uh-huh. Okay, I think they've got to be close. Let's watch and see. Once they, you know, finish the the hard part of the job, usually they can get things up and running pretty fast. Okay. And I think they've already done with the painting, so. Okay. Let's see. I'm curious. I'm curious when it'll open. I'm skeptical. I think that it's going to be December. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaning that direction. I feel like I saw something the other day that was a meme. This is a little bit of a Walt Disney World reference if you follow any Walt Disney World information, but they're building a new roller coaster there, the Tron roller Mm -hmm. coaster. I saw a meme the other day that said coming soon and then in parentheses it said 2048 because they're not <laughs> quick when they do stuff like this. Sometimes you're like, come on, guys. Yes. It's, so. And it's usually Universal that's throwing those memes out there. Yeah. They are so snarky. <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> when the figment popcorn bucket thing happened a couple weeks ago at Disney World, Universal had some funny things to say. Yes, they did. <laughs> Universal's a funny feed to keep yes. track of. Yes. Okay. And then anything else? Oh, just in Disney Plus news, mm-hmm. Loki season two is beginning to film this summer. So, so that's exciting because I loved the first season of Loki. So did I. And then in film news, um, James Gunn, who is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, has officially announced that this will be the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Number and I three. I got chills just now. I, I love know. Guardians of the Galaxy. Me too. too. But it's probably good to quit while you're on top, right? right? Like, don't do so many sequels that it gets old. That people hate it. Yes. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Just kidding. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you cast a new one, you can start a whole new (laughs) trilogy, right? That's how it works. (laughs) Same with (laughs) Spider-Man. Just keep making them as long as you cast a new guy. (laughs) Uh, I think that's it for news. Do you have anything else to add? Um, No. Okay. I don't think so. Aaron and I are headed there in a couple weeks, so we're excited to do our gumball rally. Yes. Mice chat. Don't exactly know what to expect yet but we're excited to go check it out and if you follow us on instagram you saw our cute new shirts that erin designed and had her awesome friend put together for us we're excited yes and yeah i think that's it so what are we talking about today you guys we're gonna jump coasts and we're gonna stray a little bit because our resident walt disney world 
traveler went to Walt Disney World last week, so Katie got yes. to go. Yay, and I'm jealous. It was fun. I'm exhausted, but it was amazing. First things first, she messaged, okay, so we Marco Polo. Yes. And uh, she Marco Poloed me, was it Saturday morning at Magic Kingdom? Oh, yes. And it was 42 degrees. Um, Saturday morning actually was 27 degrees when we first got there. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> I, no like way. I said, winter follows me wherever I go. I would be in bed. Like, I would be It like, was so cold. I, Everyone was in their puffy jackets and gloves and hats. I wouldn't even take a puffy jacket. It's Florida. Oh, I thought, too, only because we had been at Disneyland the week after Christmas, mm-hmm. and I had wished I had my puffy jacket with me then, so I was I was ready. Oh, my I was gosh. ready for the cold, and I had looked at the forecast ahead of time, so I knew it was going to be a little chilly. It was chilly. nice your first day, right? Um, yeah, it was nice. It was pleasant. It was overcast, but cool. And now it's nice again because you're home. Right. (laughs) If you look at the Orlando forecast this week, it's in like the low 70s all week and sunshiny. (laughs) That's bad luck. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) And like I said earlier, if it would have been fine if it had cut the crowds down a little for it to be that cold. But nope, it was crowded. It was packed, you guys. I was telling Aaron earlier that the first time I went to Disney World was in 2019 in August. And summertime is always going to be jam-packed, right? And right. this is pre-COVID, too. So right. no reservations in place. I felt like it was every bit as busy here this last week when I was there as it was in August. I wonder if, speculation, of course, but, like, we still have reservations that we have to make under the premise, under the guise of that's how we're controlling our crowds. Uh-huh. I would wonder if they're just back at max capacity and honestly it just could be. That. And I think also part of the reason it feels more crowded is that the rides tend to shut down more often now and I think that's a staffing issue. Mm-hmm. So there are fewer cast members working currently, which means that the rides aren't always running as smoothly as they should be or right. could be, which puts more people out on the streets than normal. That's true. And there are still some experiences that are not open yet right. that pull crowds in. Um, restaurants are at limited capacity because of staffing issues, so that's not pulling crowds in off the streets. So I think it's just it feels more crowded, even though there may not actually be that many people there. That's a good idea. Or so that's, that's my theory. But just be prepared. If you're headed to Disney World or Disneyland, they're going to feel crowded right now. Okay. They just are. And it's you, you can't even go by former crowd calendars anymore. A lot of people used to look at crowd calendars and think, you know, January, February is a great time to go. It's not. Right now, the world is just different. It is. Everyone's itching to travel. Everyone's Mm -hmm. out. Um, Travel from South America just opened up not too long ago, and that's typically a huge draw for them to go to Disney World during there because it's their summer break right now. Right. So just go and expect crowds and have a magical time anyway because you you definitely can. can. Yeah. With a lot of other people having a magical time. That's right. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about where you stayed. Hey, that so amazing. Bucket list for me for a long time has been to stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I was able to make I that happen. You yes. <laughs> so I stayed in a Savannah View room the, my first night by myself because I got there a little earlier than the other girls I was staying with. And I just, I could have sat in that room on that balcony all day long and just stared. There were giraffes sitting right outside my window, eating, walking around, news, zebra. 
Just it was news. G N U. Yes. Not N E W S. Look, these are new. That's a Jungle Cruise joke. <laughs> these guys are new. And you went and ate at one of my very favorite restaurants yes. on Walt Disney World property, Sanaa. Sanaa. So delicious. I got the bread service, which probably technically should feed about four people, but I ate the whole thing. I don't think that's no a shame. problem. No, no shame. shame. <laughs> it was so good. So it comes with five different flavors of naan and then eight different dipping sauces. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. So good. I think it was our very favorite thing we ate the entire time we were at Walt Disney World last year. Oh, it's so good. And, my kids, too. And you have a view of the... The Savannah yes. out the window of Sanaa, too. Were you near the too. window? Mm-hmm. I was. Nice. Yep. So cool. And anyway. there's also a little alcove that you can walk out and go kind of yes. a jetty into the Savannah a yes. little bit. And you can see the animals pretty and well. And so my room was over was directly across from Sanaa. Oh, Does cool. that make sense? So mm-hmm. Sanaa was on the other side of Savannah from my room, so I could see people come out of their room into that little okay. walkway. Cool. So that was fun. It was magical. It was just amazing. Oh. Like it was everything I dreamed it would be. And I just wished that my family could have been there with me to experience it. But we'll go back someday. So she wasn't there on a family trip. She was there on a work trip. Right. So I'm a travel planner. Mm-hmm. And this through my travel agency, we had this tr- training weekend at Walt Disney World. So we got to do lots of really amazing, unique things this weekend. And the really highlight of your trip was? The VIP tour. Which that's just the luckiest ever. Yes. So VIP tours are available on both coasts. You can do them at Disney World or Disneyland, Mm -hmm. and you get a plaid, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. So plaid is kind of the nickname for the tour guides that do the VIP tours. Um, They have these little cute little plaid outfits. So talk about what happens on a plaid tour. On a plaid tour. On a plaid tour. What happens on a VIP tour. (laughs) Um, So... I've done a couple of VIP tours now at this point at Walt Disney World before. They picked us up at our hotel before, but this time we met in the parks. Um, and that could have been because there were there were 30 of us, so we split into three different tour groups. So wow. I think it was just easier to meet at the park and split up there. Um, and we sort of got to just tell our tour guide what our priorities were for the day, and she made a plan for us. Is that how it was previous times, too? Mm-hmm. It was? Yep, yep. So they kind of have an idea in their mind of what the best way to go about the day is to get the most in that they can for you. Um, Two of our tour groups wanted to go at a quicker speed, and one of them wanted to be at a little slower pace. Which part were you? Which one were you? Oh, absolutely in the quick group. (laughs) (laughs) Run, run, run. Do it all. Uh, So we uh, started at Hollywood Studios. We got in Rise of the Resistance. Slinky Dog Dash. Mm-hmm. Super fun ride. I love so Slinky cute. Dog. And I'm trying to think. Mickey Minnie's did. Runaway Railway. Oh, yes, that's right. Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. And then Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. And then we hopped to Animal Kingdom. Okay. Did Flight of Passage. Yes. Which is probably in my top two rides of all time. Really? Oh, yes. It's just, it makes me a little barfy. Oh, that's too bad. It makes I'll me cry. It. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll dram a mean up and I'll do it, but it's one that, because I think it's worth it, mm-hmm. but it's one that I know makes me a little, <sighs> Yes. So, I mean, the VIP tours are amazing because these tour guides have so much knowledge, right? And they can right. walk you around the park and point things out that you'd never see before or talk to you about things that you wouldn't have known otherwise. Um, but one of the really magical benefits is you get to skip the lines. Right. So That's we walked, like we walked right on. the cost. Yes. Flight of Passage is the only ride we did in Animal Kingdom. Everest is down currently. Right, so there, mm-hmm. So there's not a whole lot to do at Animal Kingdom unless we had wanted to do the safari, but that wasn't priority for us. Okay. So we hopped to Magic Kingdom from there. We did Big Thunder. Mm-hmm. 
And apparently, we didn't know this till after, but on Big Thunder on the VIP tour, you can stay on and go back to back on the ride. We oh, didn't do it. If we'd known, we would have chosen that. But They should have told you yes. that. And then... Seven Dwarfs? Seven Dwarfs, Space Mountain, which I will totally skip in the future. I, I did it twice this trip, and I am convinced that it is worse than the Matterhorn. It, so, to give you a little... If you're familiar with Disneyland Space Mountain versus Walt Disney World Space Mountain, Disneyland has a double seat, so side by side, mm-hmm. each row. And Walt Disney World has the Matterhorn-style bobsled, yes. where it's single-file two cars, six people. Mm-hmm. And it's a very similar ride to the Matterhorn. I think it might be the same tracks, honestly. Yeah. I, it feels like very much the same. Yeah, it's the exact same ride design and ride style. I think it may even be the exact same ride. Like, I think they designed it after the Matterhorn. And it's pretty and rickety. It's rough. Yeah. And the problem that it has over the Matterhorn is that it's dark, so mm-hmm. you can't even brace yourself because you don't know what's coming next. Yeah. It's a backcracker. So between the two, I would say <gasps> Disneyland wins that one for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, a big difference, I don't know, tell me if you notice this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt Disney World doesn't have the music in the headrests. No. No music in the headrests. So yes. you don't have, like, that. The immersive experience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and the Space Mountain at Disneyland is just so much smoother. It's super and I don't, I don't really love to make comparisons between Disneyland I, and I World. Do. It's. I mean, there are obvious comparisons to make, and Disneyland has my heart. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But I do love Disney World and all it has to offer. So I don't love to make comparisons either because I'm the same way. Yeah. But I think that's a natural thing. Yes. And I think that people want to know okay, if I've ridden Space Mountain at Walt Disney World, can I skip it at Disneyland? The answer is no. Right. Because it's a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a good point. Yeah. You got to make some comparisons. Yeah. And then we. Let's see. We had some Mickey Premium ice cream bars. Compliments of the VIP tour guide. Some. Let's, let's discuss how many is some. Just one per person at the park. How many did you we'll, have? We'll talk about yes, that. Yes, let's talk about where I stayed next after the, after I'm done with this VIP tour wrap Kay. up. Okay. Um, what else did we do at Magic Kingdom? I think that's it. But the really cool thing, <laughs> I'm going to say that over and over again, you get to go in through the back entrances of the parks, too, with the VIP tour guide. Oh, so they So right. they take you into a back parking lot where the cast members park, and you get to come in through a back area. that, And you're not allowed to take pictures of the backstage area. If they see you taking pictures, they ask you to delete them. We exited, when we exited Tower of Terror, um, we went through a back area to go out into the parking lot. We just got right off the ride and went straight into the parking lot from Tower of Terror, which was really cool because cool. we got to go through back room. But um, some guests that were behind us followed us out on accident okay. through that exit, and there was a big to-do about getting them back in through because <laughs> the door is locked. And anyway, it was funny. That's but. hilarious. They were like, whoops, sorry. Yep. Um, so from there, we hopped to Epcot. So we did all four parks, which is day. a lot. Yes. And this is a seven-hour tour. That's the minimum that you can do for a tour is seven hours. We did Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and that was my first time on that ride. How was so it? cute. So fun. That has a trackless system the way that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway does, mm-hmm. but with screens. So it's kind of a hybrid. So you're wearing your 3D glasses. My biggest tip on that one is to take off your 3D glasses when you're not in front of the screen because there's so much to see. The Imagineers did a really good job 
with all the details in the ride. It was very, very cute. Cool. And we did Frozen mm-hmm. and Test Track. Frozen is... <laughs> Frozen, the picture mm-hmm. that it takes on the Frozen ride. Yes, it's such an awkward spot. Every single time, <laughs> every single picture I've ever seen of people's photo pass from Frozen. Yes, they all look like they've just gone out of prison. Yes, like it looks like, like wide-eyed. Shots. Yes, yeah, uh huh. It's in a really awkward spot. I'm not sure why they chose Nobody's to take it there, but yes. ever. or kind of looking off to the side a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Weirdest photo pass ever. <sighs> find find a picture for Frozen Ride attraction photo. Yes. It's hilarious. Yes, I think the the people that installed it did it on purpose. Oh my gosh, it makes <laughs> to me get laugh. a good laugh. I've never seen one that's like quality, like good quality. I mean, they're quality funny. for a different reason. Too but funny. Yeah. Okay. So that was our VIP tour day. Okay. What was the best thing you ate? Um, I would say the croque glace. Nah. Yeah. So Aaron suggested to me this sandwich. And it's funny because right after you had sent me that message to try it, um, one of the girls that I was staying with had just come back from Epcot and said, mm-hmm. I just tried the most amazing thing at Epcot. Anyway, so croque glace. Croque glace is a brioche bun mm-hmm. with what did you have in it? Raspberry sauce and what type of ice cream? Vanilla. Vanilla ice mm-hmm. cream. Yep. And they put it in almost like a little panini press. Yes. And it seals, so they they cramp it down. It's it looks like an uncrustable a little bit. That's, it looks like a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's like it's like an uncrustable uh-huh. with brioche and ice cream. Uh huh. And does it melt the ice cream just a tiny bit? So it didn't melt it as fast as I thought it might have because it was warm when right? it came out of that little press. But I thought it was amazing. Mm. It was so good. I want one so bad. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. All right. You plan it. I'll be there. Um, so and then the other place that I got to stay after Animal Kingdom was. The Beach Club, which that's my favorite resort area mm-hmm. at the Disney World Resort. And we were lucky enough to book club level. And I've had a lot of people ask me before if club level is worth the extra expense. I've never stayed in club level before, so I didn't know. Now I know. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> they have a lounge area with snacks set up pretty much all day long, unlimited ice cream bars. That um, was where she ate all the ice cream. Yes, bars. and they have um, a drink station that's got uh, water and juice and a fridge full of Diet Cokes. <laughs> and there's <laughs> that's also all I unlimited alcoholic right. beverages as unlimited well. Unlimited alcohol. And then um, they had Pog, which I think a lot of people miss. What is that? Pog is, now i got to kind of remember, it's um, Passion Orange Guava. I've heard, Where was it? <sighs> it used to be in the park at... Sunshine Tree Terrace, maybe. Okay, I've heard of it. I think now they that used to that. serve it in the park, and now you can't get it. In, but maybe they have it at the Polynesian as well. Okay, but anyway, that's just a that's a fun little like perk. like throwback juice, and they have that at the club level. Um, and the people up there were just so nice, like falling all over themselves to make sure we got what we needed and filling and our water that, bottles for us. And part of that was probably because you guys were there on like the day it reopened. Yes, right? so the club level beach at the beach club has not been open since pre-pandemic and we yes checked in the very first day that it was open again so that was really fun so they were probably so excited to see you and have that back yes and is it back at the disneyland resort i don't think it is yet i don't know the answer to that i don't either we should look that up Mm -hmm. but it's an additional cost it is and it 
you don't typically, when you book a Disney Resort hotel, mm-hmm. you don't get breakfast. You don't get food right. included at all. It's your room and your transportation, mm-hmm. and that is it. And this is a huge deal because it includes meals, mm-hmm. which Katie said pretty much meals, yeah. like full breakfast. Yeah, it was plenty to keep us full for sure. But then again, you have to balance that back and forth between like, do you want to leave the park to come back and have lunch? Right. But if you're doing a resort day, that would be an yeah. awesome perk. And if you are a big breakfast person, then that might be worth it to you. And if you're somebody who goes, get, does it open early? Uh-huh. It does. Mm-hmm. So go early, have a good breakfast, mm-hmm. go to the parks, come back for a nap, grab yeah. something to eat. Yes. I mean, I guess there's ways to do it that yes. you could make it super beneficial, mm-hmm. even without a resort day. And the reason the Beach Club is in my favorite resort area is because it's walking distance to Epcot, also walking distance to Hollywood Studios, or you can take a little boat over to Hollywood Studios. So Mm -hmm. good transportation options. We did, when we were there, Hollywood Studios has, there's a lot more, the parks, if you're familiar with Disneyland and you're not familiar with Walt Disney World, it's a whole different world. Yes, it's a different beast. Yes, Walt Disney World is massive. Mm -hmm. There's a freeway that drives through the property, Mm -hmm. so it's just huge. And transportation between parks is always going to be a bus, a monorail, or the Skyliner, Mm -hmm. which is... Or boats. Or boats. Mm Mm-hmm. And so at Disneyland, it's super easy to walk between the two parks, no problem. But you've got to really have a transportation plan if you're going to do Walt Disney right. World. And so between Epcot and Hollywood Studios, you've got several hotels, including Beach Club. Beach Club. Is in that between area. Yacht Club, Boardwalk, yes. Swan and Dolphin. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those are all walkable to both parks, to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. But there's also boats that will take you. There's also the Skyliner that will take you. So there's lots mm-hmm. of transportation options. It's a really good location. I think so, too. And you can't beat the pools at Yacht and Beach Club. They're sand bottom. Sand bottom pools. They're like the best pools on all of the properties. Did You You didn't get in the pool. Uh, no, but um, my roommates did. They did. They are crazy. crazy. They went and did it. And Polar plunge. Yes. <laughs> they have a really awesome water slide themed like a pirate ship Mm -hmm. and um, you can see the Epcot fireworks from the pool so they were out there when the the fireworks were happening and said it was really cool that is cool and I think I want to say they piped the music in but I'm not totally sure wouldn't surprise me anyway that's cool and we could see the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the balcony of our room so we had fireworks on all sides of us yes so fun and the the property there is really cool too because not mm-hmm. only do you have the nice pool but you have a beach area yes on the water right and they show movies there uh-huh. on certain nights of the week so anyway that was great a great place to stay yeah um, I'm looking forward to doing a Disney World series for you guys at some point mm-hmm. to kind of give you the ins and outs and help you get started on a, on planning a trip and if you to think Disney that World. we've gone in depth on Disneyland my gosh Disney World will take us a year to get through yes yeah. there is so much to know there is one big difference I will say is Genie Plus works a little bit differently there than it does at Disneyland. The premise is basically the same. The cost is cheaper. It's $15 per person per day, but you do not get photo pass with oh, okay. Genie Plus there. The memory maker is what they call their photo pass system there, and it is a separate cost. So there's that. And then staying on property definitely has its perks at Disney World because you get earlier access to booking your individual lightning lanes for the day. So 7 a.m. is when resort guests can start booking individual lightning lanes, and they book up by 7.05. They're gone. Which I've seen a lot of confusion on the forums. Mm -hmm. Disneyland does not offer that. No. You have to be scanned into the park to book anything for 
for Disneyland. For Disneyland. For Disneyland. Uh-huh. So if you're going to Disneyland, if you're listening to this and you're planning a trip to Disneyland, just know that that 7 a.m. does not apply. Right. Go to the park, enter the gates, have your ticket scanned, and then you can purchase and make right. your choices. And you also, unless you have added Genie Plus to your tickets when you bought them mm-hmm. at Disneyland, you cannot add Genie Plus until you get into the park, scan into that turnstile. Whereas at Disney World, you can buy Genie Plus at midnight the day of your visit. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you haven't added it to your tickets yet, you can buy it at midnight. And um, at 7 a.m. on property or off property, you can start booking your Genie Plus, your first Genie Plus Lightning Lane. I always think some of the differences between the two coasts uh-huh. are so weird to me. It is I, weird. Yeah. Like, why do it that way? Why make it so confusing? I don't know. Like, why not just have it be the same at both? Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a reason. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I think there's just a bigger push to stay on property at Disney World than there is at Disneyland. For sure. And so they make more perks. Yeah. Another perk of staying on property, if you're at one of the deluxe hotels, Mm -hmm. which are the higher priced ones, Mm -hmm. then you have access to um, extra magic hours in the evenings at Magic Kingdom and Epcot on a few of the days during the week. Did you do that at all? I didn't because it wasn't offered on any of the nights that I was there. Um, And then all resort guests, no matter what level, get early entry. Half an hour early. early, Mm -hmm. Which does make a difference. If you're rope dropping... Um, you can get on those big ticket rides before the rest of the people get there. Right. It makes a difference. And there's a lot of people that stay off property, too. Yeah. So Yes. But there are also a lot of hotel rooms on property. So it feels busy. Yeah. It's busy there. And then, I mean, if you're listening to this and you have Walt Disney World plans coming up, mm-hmm. I mean, keep in mind, you guys. We know. We know someone who's yeah. a travel planner. Yes. Just reach out. Anytime. I'm happy to help. She's got answers, and she can help you with anything. So keep and, that in mind always. And after this trip, I feel like I've got a much better grip on Disney World, especially, you know, in the post-pandemic world that yeah. we're in right now. It's so different. It is so different. Just like Disneyland, masks are required indoors currently yes. at Disney World, not outside. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other any other differences that I can talk about. Dining reservations are still a little hard to come by mm-hmm. at Disney World, same at Disneyland. And I think the biggest thing to note is Disneyland is super easy. I mean, we do a whole podcast on how to plan your Disneyland trip, so mm-hmm. it makes it seem like it's not super easy to just go and wing it. But you can. You could. You totally could. You could just show up and, and go for a day or two and wing it and have a great experience. I don't think it's the same at Walt Disney World. I think you've got to know what you're doing to have a really good, enjoyable time there. Yep. And I think, you know, most of the complaining that I see on Facebook forums about Disney World are from people that didn't do their homework before they went, didn't realize the certain things. So one of the big reasons, before we end this, one of the big reasons that I was, like, not inspired, what's the word, that I was encouraged to do this podcast with you is when I went to Walt Disney World last year, when I came home from Walt Disney World, my very first day back at work, one of my patients and I were talking and she was like, you know, did you do anything fun this weekend? And I said, yeah, we actually just got home from Walt Disney World. And her first thing was she, her eyes got big and she says, were you able to get in? And I said, yeah, "Yeah, I was. What? You know, what are you talking about? And so she was telling me that her brother for Christmas had bought his entire family a trip to Walt Disney World. And they, it was kids, grandkids, like the whole extended family, $5,000 in plane tickets alone. 
and flew everybody down there. And they'd done it before, years ago. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know that there were changes. And they flew everybody down there. They got up the next morning, got dressed, put their Mickey ears on, went to the ticket booth to buy their tickets. And they were told, hey, it's a spring break week. Yeah. Uh, there's no availability. And they were turned away. And they weren't able to go to Walt Disney World at all. And so they found other things to do. She said they had a great trip. Mm-hmm. But the trip was supposed to be a Walt Disney World right. trip. And I think that for people who don't know what they're doing, it's make or break. Yes, especially it's, nowadays. Yeah. yeah. And so that's one of the huge reasons that I wanted to do this mm-hmm. is because I want people to have a great time. Right. And know what they're doing. Right. And we love to do the research like mm-hmm. for you and I this is a fun pastime for us mm-hmm. so it's fun for us to get to go in there and do the research and then just pass the information on to you mm-hmm. quickly and in more bite-sized information so you don't have to go and do all that research on your own yeah and so Katie kind of alluded to this but we have plans already in the works mm-hmm. to do a Walt Disney World series because yeah. it's just so intense yes and it's needed and we've we've had a few requests for it already yeah, so we we're excited to do that for you guys yep so anyway, stay I think tuned. that's it. If anyone has any questions for me about my trip, I will maybe in a future episode talk a little bit more about this fun scavenger hunt that we did because um, oh, yes. that could be a whole podcast episode in itself. It was amazing. And so maybe fun. maybe something we should work on for, yes. for our listeners someday. I yes. don't know. We'll see. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop. And go ahead and leave us a review, subscribe, rate us. Share with your friends. Yes, and thank you to all of you Spotify listeners. We're noticing some ratings come through there, and we really appreciate those. We've seen some in Audible, which is so cool. Thank you for that. So we appreciate all of the ratings and reviews. It really helps us. So So cool. And we are getting close to 500 followers on Instagram, so you never know. We might have a giveaway. And we're going to Disneyland soon, so we might might pick up some mm -hmm. fun giveaway stuff. So make sure you're sharing us. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.